Congratulations. You've made an excellent life choice today. You're displaying strong character and good taste by tuning into this infotainment web zone. We're poorly informed and highly opinionated. This is Idiots Discuss the Universe. from Mindy saying that she can't hear you on the last episode. Oh. But I went back and listened to it on like every platform I could think of and like I could totally hear you on that episode. Weird. So, I she don't just know. can't hear me enough. She wants more me. No, it, sound, it sounded like. like you weren't. Oh, just on not there it at all. Just it's just me. Weird. So that is weird. Mm. Uh, but anyway, like growing up in a house that like people yelled at each other, you know, and uh, it yeah. was really just like zero to zero to ten as far as that would go like all the time there was no like um i mean the kids got spanked and smacked and all that sort of stuff but like my parents i never saw that ever between my parents ever again i don't think that ever happened it wasn't physical but um and i don't think my dad grew up with like a yelling operation either but growing up that way like gives you a thick skin you know and i think that's the thing that benefits those kind of people as they move through the world Mm -hmm. it's like people can yell at me and call me names different things like that and you know what i'm saying it doesn't hit me as hard as it does um maybe someone that grew up like you um no fighting really no, no fighting really everyone's pretty kind and pretty right. pretty pretty appropriate most most, most of the time of the, there'd be like some jokes that are like oh that was mean right you know but what you get from that type of upbreaking is a very like keen um awareness of like subtleties mm-hmm. in conversation you know so like in polite society you do better because you can tell like the little nuances of things you know what i'm saying because you've learned to pay attention to nuances because the nuances usually denote way larger things right you know like if dad's acting a little bit like this that means he's probably pretty pissed off you right. know you're gonna hear about it later exactly. you know even though he's behaving himself right now you can just kind of tell you know yeah. what i'm saying like i didn't have that you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like if my dad was just acting a little bit weird that just meant that he was being a but my dad was pissed like you fucking knew my dad was pissed like right, right. away there was no like waiting and wondering or yeah. any of that it was yeah. all just kind of taking things at face value and then right. just figuring out how to like whatever it was you know negotiate it wherever it was and um i think it makes you like tougher but dumber hmm. that sort of thing where is your thing makes you smarter but neurotic right because mm-hmm. there's people like me that when i hang out with us not not you because you know me now but like people that are raised like you and if i get in a group like that people can like read little like micro things that i do right and just really like take them to heart you know what i'm saying i break Mm -hmm. some people's hearts not like literally like romantically right but like people think i'm a fucking jerk (laughs) you know because like they're just internalizing just things i say you know what i'm saying right and like when i'm mad you know i'm mad you know i'm upset Uh, you know you know i'm upset right you know what i'm saying yeah it's pretty much a one for one. No, exactly. And it's funny because, um, you know, I know people who, you know, grew up in the exact same environment or just with a lot of fighting. And it is the same where they have like this, they'll say stuff that, you know, could be perceived in like polite society as like more hurtful, but they yes. literally don't have any bad intent. Yes. Like there literally yeah. isn't, mm-hmm. you know, they're just kind of like saying stuff and there it's because... Like, to take it back to the skin, you know, the thicker skin, it's like, oh, well, I'm not screaming this at you. Right. So, obviously, I, you know, we're just saying it. And then to the more, you know, to the other people, they're like, oh, like, you know what I mean? Like, the worst of them, they're just, like, completely fucking, um, 
blindsided because it'll hit them in whatever neurotic insecurity they're going on Uh about in their head already. Uh And they're like, their brain will just like latch on to that, you know? And it also confuses them in a way because the person that's doing that is doing that with no ill intent. Right. So like they're trying to like microanalyze it, <laughs> yeah. and they're not getting yeah. like all the, like well they don't seem angry at all, yeah. but they're saying all the really hurtful right. things, yeah. you know. So you think like you're better than me, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I know what person you're talking about that can do that, you know, of your, right. of your friend group. Yeah, but yeah, no, I've struggled with it, and I had to really learn not to um, be myself for for many years after like moving to Portland and different things. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of like chill out on some of that, you know, yeah. because I was, yeah. And me and my sister still, like we can just fucking scream like right. motherfuckers at each other. Yeah. Like uh, it's I believe it. crazy, yeah. crazy. Like yeah. someone's going to get killed in a minute. You know, I'm sure people walking by like they're like, what the fuck is going on there? Damn. You know. But yeah, and then we're and then like seriously, like a few hours later, we're fine. Yeah, and my whole like family was like that. You yeah. know, my dad was one of those people that could come in and start a fight with everybody in the whole house, and then go lay down and take a nap. <laughs> you know, he was just like a fucking piece of work. Yeah, yeah, like you'd never, you'd never met, you never meet, and you never meet again. Yeah. yeah, that dude. Wow, fuck. But it was just a bunch of screaming, and that, like totally, my mother's family is still like that, just yelling, and mm-hmm. um, and they say hurtful things to each other in just normal conversation. That part right. of the family, we're not as bad like that. My immediate family, but like the extended family, just like oh, but by the way, you're you're fat. You need to dye your hair again, <laughs> and like seriously, your kids are worthless, and I don't know Damn. what you're doing with yourself as far as a parent goes, you know. But let's go get some ice cream, and then we'll do the park and whatever, you know. Like it's just like yeah, you know. And when they're mad, they're screaming that at you. Right. But the rest of the time, they're just like, oh, that's just the thing that we're talking about now. Right, obviously. And everyone's like, yeah, well, fuck you. You know, like, we're right. whatever. You don't give a shit what you think, Mom. You know, yeah. like, how about that? You know? And then they just go on about whatever. I mean, yeah. There, yeah. There's... Do you want to go to Wingo or Safeway? Right, you know? yeah. There's something nice about that, for sure. Like, yeah. There is, there is, like, very a very valuable thing in that is because, like, you know, words shouldn't be able to really derail your day like you right. you don't want that to be able to happen in thoughts as well you know i think that's one reason why my mom and my dad like my my dad really liked my mom and he always really liked my mom's family is because mm. it was just like a breath of fresh air because like my dad's family was like your well it sounds like what your family is but like even to a further degree you know where they would just get mad at you and then it's like well, we're just gonna be mad at you for the rest of our lives right you know yeah. we're never gonna like because it sounds like like your dad will get mad at you and then he waits like two or three weeks and then he bites you over and he gives you a note that tells you that you're a piece of shit and then <laughs> you work through it you know what i'm saying yeah. there's like a process at least yeah it may not be it may be kind of administer administrative but like <laughs> yeah, there's still like a process yeah. you know to like reconcile you yeah, know like yeah they would have like meetings with yeah. me in my like, dad's family so it was just like oh well you know you're a bad person now and we're just going to treat you like you're a bad right. person and now we're going to go forward with the rest of our lives right just like oh we're just gonna cut that out of our life and or whatever you know they were just like you know stoics like hardcore stoics joyless farmer stoics of the midwest right yeah work was their joy no they didn't even like that but they knew that like that had to get done so yeah that was yeah that was it yeah no, that's probably unfair, but, like, it was a very weird, different thing mm. from, like, the screaming um, Czechoslovak and German and right. all the people, like, that whole clusterfuck of folks that were in St. Louis. Yeah. No, yeah, it's the exact opposite. Hmm. Yeah, and I think my dad just really liked it because, like, you know, whatever. Total freedom. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because they didn't even pay attention. You know what I'm saying? They don't even pay attention. Like, I'm bringing my fi- fiancé over. Like, someone, like, with cousin, I'm bringing my fiancé over to meet everybody for the first time. And they'll come in, and everybody looks at her, and they're like, hi. And then nobody will, like, everybody just goes back to whatever the fuck they're doing with everybody else and just, like, screaming uh, and yelling and doing their thing, you know. And they're just, like, ask her, like, who are you again? And what is your name? Okay, mm-hmm. good. And then they're just, like, it's just like that. Right. And I'm like, my dad's like, oh, no one's, like, judging me or paying attention or any of that shit. It's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. 
Yeah, you're not like the center of uh, scrutiny. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it drove my mom crazy to go up there because you were the center of like just Judgy Judgertons. Oh. Just a bunch of yeah. real like whatever. No yeah. matter what it was, there was something not good enough. Yeah. No, yeah. exactly. It was that's the equation. Yeah. You know the equation. I know exactly that. No matter equation. what there is, like yeah. there's some shit in here that sucks. Yeah. And we're gonna fight it. Right. And then we're just gonna focus on that. Yeah. Yeah. That's within me. Yeah. It's within me. Yeah. That's what I'm trying it's to fight of, against. It's part of your traditions. I think it's the German background of you. That's a, that's a very Russian too. I Russian, feel like yeah. all the the poles. Yeah. All that Eastern Europe yeah. shit that I got in me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the Irish is not not really a whole lot better. You know what I'm no. saying? They're like really one of the more like throwing depre- like a little more depressed. rage and like depression. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a little bit more like happy like cultural things attached to them. Yeah, you know. But for the most part, they're miserable. You know, most <laughs> like old Irish dudes I know are pretty angry. Like the ones I grew up with, because Casper's just fucking chock full of like old Irish Catholic guys. Yeah, and they're all angry as fuck, <laughs> dude. I mean, really pissed. Uh, I mean, yeah. really pissed. Right. And um, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. They just, it's just, just, then they, they just get redder. Fuck. I know. You know, they just get. Every time you see them, it just like there's just parts of their skin. They just get blotches, and then it just turns red, and then yeah. it's like, yeah, it's really it's really intense, and then then they just explode. I think one day. Yeah, I think you know? so. That's yeah. what happens. Yeah, turn red and explode. They're green yeah. sweaters, and they're yeah, they're yeah. just yeah, yeah, and they're kind of they're kind of <laughs> plump plump wives. They're plump nervous wives. Right. Yeah, mm. yeah. No, it's a it's a thing. There are just hordes of those dudes <laughs> in 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 Gaza. So, like, yeah, I mean, we're both, you know, mutts, so is it possible to have the, you know, one side balance out the other side? Yeah, see, I don't know. Way? I mean, I don't know where I think I, because I feel like I'm a relatively positive guy, generally. Mm. You know, I, I mm-hmm. default positive, Yeah. you know, um, and I don't know where I got that. I think that's part of, like, some sort of, like, mental disease that I got from something <laughs> somewhere, really. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Sounds, because sounds I really... Like a good thing. Because I, I think so. But, yeah. I mean, again, like, I think it is kind of like a warped... Something that's a little bit warped, like, with the brain chemistry. On a mm. chemistry level. Mm. Like, I've got abnormal brain chemistry, but it just kind of, like, the lottery of it, like, gave me just, like, a little bit more, like, oh, right. you know, kind of a little more sociopath, happy. Oh yeah, so happy no matter what. Yeah, yeah, not no like, matter what. But you uh, know what I'm saying? Like I, re- I, I like. I don't know. I yeah. don't know what it is. You generate yeah. more of that dopamine, that sweet, or the serotonin, or something, something like that. Something. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've all I've always done that, and um, it's hard to explain because I take things. I, I things hit me really, really hard. Right. But like I can just like kind of carry on. In a way, yeah. that, that's weird. By carry on, you mean just like not act like they hit you hard, or, or just like do, do well, compart- you actually compartmental? Like, like I said, I have that narrator, that narrator syndrome, right? Where it's almost like I can separate myself from that thing that is the miserable part of me, mm. and I can like have this other part of my personality can come up and like it narrates the miserable person mm. in a very sociopathic scary not not scary but it's it's a comforting thing right it's a good coping mechanism in the yeah, sense that like I it see. gets you through it i don't right. know if it's healthy by any stretch of the imagination but i think it would be like kind of like a weird like um i don't know if it's multi-personality but it's something it's something weird yeah something weird huh yeah, because I mean, I could see how that that could be helpful. I mean, I don't know. I, I have a weird duality of, of person within right. me, like, and I really examine it a lot. You know, like, because there is like this presence that is watching myself do the thing. I mean, it's right. ego and super id, probably. You know what I'm saying for sure. Yeah, but it's got a weird interplay to it. You know, and for some reason, I can like rest in that like super ego level. I guess if I was Freudian, Freudian uh, explaining it like at a Freudian level, right? I can rest in like that super ego level and let like the ego just kind of like 
do its play and realize that it's just a part of a whole or whatever you know come at it from this like weird like detached thing right even with physical pain to some degree yeah which I guess would be the id hmm. I could still like retreat to like that super that doesn't like sound like multiple personality disorder when you put it that way yeah you no know? there's lots of ways to explain it but I mean I think that there are some like there's some weird parts of it when it comes to like interpersonal relationships, you know, in the sense that like, oh, right. and now I'm like doing this because, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird at certain times. No. I'm, but it's handy at other times. I think like anybody's mental state. Right. You know. Yeah. No, that's exactly. That describes most people's. You know, I don't think that they're full. I don't know what you call them. They're not full blown mental illnesses but like just sort of like the traps the mental traps you know that everyone gets in just right. from how they're born and everything and how they're raised and then just plus the brain chemistry like it's right. a crazy amount of but there's a lot of variables going variables, into it i mean yeah. how you're raised like what you're putting into your body currently um right. yeah your genetics like all that stuff is like super your past like substance use all of that sort of thing yeah i mean even like to a lot of degree like the socio-political environment that you're growing up in or sure. even existing in sure you know it's tough now to um i mean that's super that's a super factor you know what i'm saying like every time you turn on any sort of media like it pushes you in a certain way to feel a certain way yeah and that is a huge decider when people are spending like, you know, like my my phone says, you're spending like two hours a day on the phone, two and a half hours a day of screen time, mm-hmm. you know, which is just fucking incredible. So I don't feel like I'm on the phone that much. Right. I have long stretches where I purposely don't look at it. I know, same. And I'm on it that much. Damn, you're it's lower than me. I'm up to like three and a half. Yeah, that's crazy. That's terrible. That's crazy, considering how much you sleep and then everything else. It's like, that's how much yeah. time you're looking at your fucking cell phone. I know. It's crazy. It is crazy. Um, And then to think it's that that right. thing is pushing you in one direction at all times yeah. or like some in a general, my, getting your mindset prepped in a certain way at all times. Yeah. It's just like almost overwhelming because what else are you doing for three and a half hours every day? Right. You know? Maybe music on a good day, yeah. you know, maybe like watch other screens. Yeah, no, it's definitely involving other screens for yeah. like three and a half hours, but it's the productive screen. Right. Know, sort of. Sure. And that's like a, the neutral screen. And then at least yeah. it's like emotionally, that's like the neutral screen probably right. as far as like you're just able to like interact with it in a like business like it's yeah. going to do this thing. It's not trying to like feed me any sort of like information or narrative or any of that sort of thing yeah i mean and i think is even as much as like you try to like be aware of those narratives like the deconstructing of the narratives as you hear them like makes you go through it still in your head once and it's just like you know what i'm saying that can be enough for for a lot of people for most people it's like you go through it once there's something that you attach to it attaches to some part of your you know I don't know some part of the brain. Well, it's like the like it's like don't think of a zebra. You know what I'm saying? Like right. when I say don't think of a zebra, you're thinking of a zebra. Yeah. Whether I even I told you not to do it. Right. You know, don't do drugs. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like you're thinking like, well, what if I did drugs? Oh, don't do drugs. Oh, what if I? You know, it immediately starts that conversation in a person's head. Right. Right. It's really interesting when you put that on a backdrop of like all the social politically correct shit that goes on and they all tell you to do that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And immediately what it does is it's just like it puts you into that conversation. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden you're complicit in the whole thing, whether you were thinking along those lines or not. You know what I'm saying? And when all media does that, it's constantly putting you in these conversations where you're just like, oh, you know, like. That's too much to think about right now. At the best, that's mm-hmm. what you come to. You come. That's yeah. too much to think about <laughs> yeah, right now. Absolutely. But guess what? Mister Subconscious thinks about it still. Right, right. You just shove that down for old Mister Subconscious. Yeah. You know, and no wonder you dream that you're like up to your knees and blood and guts as you're, you know, whatever it is that's right. going on. Right. Yeah, I've been having like, like 
m- more violence in the dreams really of late really yeah. very rarely has ever happened for me in lifetime but like i'm having like like shit go down in dreams like nightmarish no not yeah. terribly you know most of my dreams are not they're just all very matter of fact sort of thing right but like there's just like <clears throat> bad stuff going on in the the ones of late oh. not not all the time but like i even wake up like surprised like oh yeah there were like I was like beating people up in that wow. or um, whatever different things were happening, you know? Yeah. But most of the time it's like, there's panic. There's a lot of, th- a lot of times panic. Most of the time I'm trying to move. <laughs> do you have, do you have a reoccurring dream theme? Um, not really. I mean, there'll be like, I've had multiple school ones, you know, mm-hmm. um, but it'll be different things. You know, women will come in, that's kind of sort of reoccurring uh-huh. um, that they'll whoever I'm interested in that way will definitely make it into my dreams see so, that hardly ever happens to yeah, me ever it's happened it happens a lot to me that's nice it's cool but it's also not cool sometimes because they're not they're not, like, not nice sometimes to you they're not nice to you in your dreams and then other times <laughs> and then you're like oh well I'm a crazy person because I wake up mad at this per. you gotta like unwind mm-hmm. your brain from that it's fu- it's ridiculous but yeah, that's that. Yeah, I've never had that problem. No, I'm always, I'm always like packing. This is <laughs> like, it, it's always like, oh, you're yeah. moving. It's like, oh, by the way, I forgot to, to think about the fact that we're moving tomorrow. And uh, like, I've got like a whole house that I have to like pack and uh, I don't have any boxes or something. It's, 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 it's always like that sort of like stressful thing. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, panic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's panic or, um, it's not full panic. It's, it's like, not full panic. But you're it's, rushing, definitely. You and it's tomorrow. trying to like organize. It's trying to like organize all of these things and get it together in a way that like, huh. uh-huh, what, yeah. Will you ever be moving some weird stuff? Because there's there's a yeah. Like, yeah. will you have weird objects in your dreams, or is it all, you know? It, it, a lot of times, it's like this sort of vibe in the sense that um. I've got such a short amount of time to prepare to leave that I have to only pick the most important things. Oh, I see. That's that's the vibe that I'm going as I'm going through and trying to get things together uh, to, to do whatever I'm going to wherever I'm going in the next dream or whatever. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I get it all ready to go and I'm ready to go. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's never, like, so stressful that I wake up or stuff. Um, I don't know. It's It's really odd, but I have that a lot. And, um, not, not every, not every time, but you know, that like have a, I have that, the dream map and all that shit. Yeah. yeah. I have weird, I have a weird dream. I have a weird brain chemistry in general, I think on a lot of levels. Yeah. Cause it still all happens on the various spots in the dream map. I mean, like huh. everything occurs in that alternate life. Wait, do you have it mapped land. out on paper? Yes. You do. Yeah. Not all of it anymore because there's been some new stuff that I could put in there. But, like, yeah. I mean, like, everything. Like, there's all different areas of, like, where my dreams happen. Mm -hmm. And I've moved from one area to the other in dreams. And it's all vaguely consistent. Enough that I've started to, like, put it together. Okay. Like, on a visual level, like in a map. That's wild. And, like, some of it's quite detailed. You know, like, there's parts of, like, there's, like, my old house. Like, and the parts of, like, the real world exist in this world. You know, like, my old house, like, the last Thursday house definitely exists in that world, but not in the neighborhood that exists here in Portland. But I know exactly where it exists in that, on that map. And I know that area, like, really well because, like, there's been many dreams in that house and around that house, and it's always relatively the same. Hmm. So, do you lucid dream? Sometimes. Like, pretty frequently, though? It's it's always, like, I can always, like, start making things happen in the dream, but once I realize that I'm lucid dreaming, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can sometimes sometimes make things happen in a dream, but once I realize that it's a dream, then it slips away. Right. I wake up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then there are times that I can realize that it's a dream, but I can't, once I do that, I can't make anything happen. You know, I'll, I'll be dreaming. I'll be like, oh, this is just a dream, so it's all cool, you know. Mm-hmm. But if I'm like, this is just a dream, so maybe I'm going to try to make her take her shirt off. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, then I wake up. Right. But there are times that I can be, like, just cruising around, like, hey, it'd be really cool if, like, 
I just jumped out that window or did like some crazy shit that I would nor- normally yeah. not do. And I'm like, wow, that worked, you yeah. know, and like that worked and yeah. that worked. And I'm like, wait a second, am I dreaming? And then I wake up. Cool. Yeah. But I do have like a sense when I start doing that shit that like this is fuck, this is fucking weird. You know, I don't get all the way to the point where I'm like, this is a dream. Right. But like this is suspicious and weird. I think I'm going to try jumping out the window. Mm-hmm. See what happens. So, like, on a level, I do know it's a dream, but I'm not, like, consciously, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I will manifest this. and Right. Yeah. I think there are people that can do that, though. I think so, too. Yeah. How about you? Do you ever lucid dream? Uh, I have a, a couple times, um, and basically same experience. Um, and it's been, like, on a spectrum, though. Like, there's been one time where, like, I woke up fully, you know, and started the whole, like, asserting reality thing. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. And I was, like, changing people. I was like, you're this person. And it would be like, bloop. And then they would change. And uh-huh. Like, okay. And like, oh, and you're actually this person. And it would be like, bloop. You know what I mean? I'd be like, okay. whoa. And I started getting that, like, crazy exciting feeling. Right. Of, like, you know, the realization washing over you and then just shook me awake, you know? Yeah, damn. damn. Yeah. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. And then there's been a yeah. few times I've been like that realization like, oh, shit, I can do anything. Right. And then you wake up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you got to keep that sort of like calm. You're like, okay, like, let's just like keep testing things out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's crazy. I mean, and then I've had times where I felt like I was I'm just behind the wall of perception or something like that where I'm like, I'm so close to understanding it's a dream while it's happening that like you said you put it you know very well but i relate to that where it's like Uh you're like you know something's off you know this isn't quite like real or right and Mm -hmm. it leads you to try doing some stuff that ends up working but i wouldn't say it was like a full lucid dream like the closest one recently was it was like my whole family was taking me to this uh underground like compound laboratory thing okay it was like a bunch of my family members there and it was like a very david lynchy looking kind of situation okay you know and it was like um i didn't like what was going on and i remember i was they were forcibly taking you there it was like they weren't uh no they i wasn't handcuffed or anything but they were like (laughs) you know but yeah they were like they you need to do this right okay okay gotcha gotcha Uh uh-huh sure sure kind of a thing yeah um go with the the men in the suits you know over here and then there's like weird Damn. guys talking and stuff yeah and then um all of a sudden i just basically like s- am staring at the wall and i'm just like i need to get out of here you know and i basically jump and like project myself forward and i just go like up all the way and i can hear them like shouting behind me and being like feeling that feeling of like uh-huh, right you know, and I basically go like through the wall. Wall turns into like space and time, kind of a thing. And I f- end up falling into earth, and then falling in- into my bed, and then just like laying down, and then like feeling like I floated there for a second. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Wow. See, I've never had that like that feeling like I'm falling. Like I've never come out and like seen earth or been in space or any of that sort Dude, of shit. That was fucking crazy. Huh. Like. But just knowing that I was, I just made the, I don't know, uh, trajectory. Like, I knew it wasn't like I was afraid of dying. I was like, oh, I'm falling into my bed, like, to, like, safety and, like, all this sort of stuff, you know? Huh. Yeah, it's so fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, it's some weird, some weird shit, like... I don't know what that means. I don't. I, don't, I have no idea. I don't think we need to look into we that. Don't, we probably we don't, don't want to know. What that I don't means. think we need to look into that. And that's we the thing know. with dreams, where it, you know it does break down the whole conversation about it because, you know, we still don't we don't even know enough about what they are to speculate. I mean, it's fun, but it's so like we're la- you know deeply I mean, lacking in the tools. Yeah, really, the only thing we know about them is that we if we don't do it, we die. Hmm. I mean, like, it is, like, a, a human, human imperative in, to dream. Right. <laughs> Which is fucking weird. I wonder how they measure that, though, you know? Because, like, there's the whole idea that you cannot remember your dreams. That doesn't mean you didn't dream. Right. But to a lot of people... What, they, what like, they've done is they can tell when people go into REM sleep, and they've 
pretty much like you know there's uh, people that are aware enough that like you can like i just started to dream and you woke me up you know what i'm saying like uh, okay and so they measure like the rapid eye movement of the people and then when they go into their rapid eye movement state mm-hmm. they know that they're dreaming right and they wake them up you know and there's been experiments where oh, like they let people like rest and then the minute they go on dream sleep they wake them up and then they let them rest again and they wake up Whoa. wake them up and they don't do that and these fuckers go crazy and die in like 10 days i mean it doesn't take long damn yeah so it's it's um it's an imperative yeah and um yeah, it's hard to say it's hard to say hard to say what it is it's probably just like the backup the brain the brain has to do it like yeah no i do think that there is like a collective unconscious to some degree and there's mm-hmm. different things going on there's mm-hmm. different things going on yeah i mean like the dream world is not the same as the collective of conscious but they are interlocked right. in a way that like the collective unconscious can access the dream state i right. think mm-hmm. but not necessarily vice versa you know, I do think that um, it's all kind of linked together. Like, I think that the, the idea of, like, astral projection and um, there's just too many weird things. Like, yeah. the, like the Edgar Casey's like, the, Edgar Casey is this guy that uh, was in Kentucky in the 1920s or so. And he was uh, this kid, this this kid born on a farm, relatively like lower middle class or something like that. And he said angels talked to him, you know. And he struggled in school. And then when he was a little kid, he like some angel came and like told him, like gave him the secrets of like how to study. And he learned how to study by put going to kind of kind of asleep and putting his head on the book, and then he could absorb everything in the book. And he graduated like master a master degree like relatively quickly after he learned how to do that. He just ab- could absorb things that way. And what he would do is he in the afternoons um, he would go into like this weird sort of sleep trance state on his daybed, and his wife would write down the things that he would say. And a lot of times people would give him questions about like I've got this this. Um, health ailment like what should i do to make this better or this sort of thing and he healed thousands and thousands of people this way by giving them medical advice and he also like started to um predict the future and talk about the past and things that he would see like the things that people would tell him about these these creatures what he would never remember when he woke up what these things were i guess if i remember right um but he would explain, like he said, um, he predicted Hitler, he predicted like World War Two, he predicted yeah. all of this stuff again and again and again, just absolutely accurately, you know. Um, he predicted some things that like we think happened that have never been like made public, you know, like the discovery of Atlantis under the Caribbean. And he's like, this is going to happen off the coast of Cuba in such and such a year. And so and so people are going to find these pyramids underneath the waters. And there was like the report of this happening and then it all got covered up. You know, there's a couple other things like the chamber underneath the left foot of the Sphinx. He predicted that they would find that in a certain year. And this Japanese company, sure enough, came and did a seismographic um, search of the area of Giza and under under the Sphinx in particular and um, said that they had found chambers and then the the Egyptian government totally shut it down. But he predicted like people would find that that first time in these years and all these different things that he did. And there are just like thousands of volumes of his um, predictions. And truly he is like hard to discredit because it is like he, Woodrow Wilson like went to see him and like all of these, like he was a thing. Edgar Casey. Edgar Casey. Damn, dude. Yeah. There's the Casey Institute still to this day, you know, that keeps his, like, prophetic, his prophetic shit alive. And as far as I know, like, most of the shit that he is um, prophesized about, which he didn't do a whole lot of that. Most of it was, like, cures and things that he would tell people to do weird things and it would yeah, just... What were they like? It would just cure, cure it. Um, like, would it be like, you gotta go sell your car, 
no, no. It would be like you got to take some of this item and some of this item, oh, okay. mix, grind it into a paste. Or he's like, you got to you got to fast for four days and then eat this and this and this and then you know, shit on an open flame. Or just like it was kind of, some of it was kind of crazy acting, but from what I heard, from what I understand, like so many people. <laughs> hmm. um, I guess within the realm of what he could do with that type of advice, I guess, um, were healed, you know, uh, without explanation. Damn. To the point that there were, like, thousands of people in that little town in Kentucky that were waiting to, like, see him. Hmm. That's weird. It's a, it's, a, it's a really weird, crazy story, but yeah, um, it's, um, uh. it's super cool. And so much stuff he was just damn like right on hmm. to like the, the the year and like the the everything like yeah. just weird details that he would get like right like 50 60 years before the shit happened in a way that like nostradamus or none of the other ones ever even came close like would he say the name hitler you know like was he he got like detailed details or was it more like general because the skepticism always comes in if you're like you know, there could be, like, if it's dealing with the dream world, there's all the right. subconscious archetype thing, right. like, you know. and the He would give, like, the year, you know, and yeah. he would give, like, this year, this thing's going to happen, and it's going to be, like, the Americans, or it's going to be so-and-so that are going to do it, you know, or yeah. whatever. And then he would be, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how, really. Like, I'm not, like, a super detailed about how carefully he got into like the the personalities of people but i think it's pretty i think it gets pretty uncanny hmm. you know at times you know i don't know if it's like accurate with name name wise though you know that's a good question you know but comparatively like to other people like nostradamus and shit that they're like trying to like figure out these fucking word jumbled poems that he put out and mm-hmm. saying oh that's obviously he meant hitler by hister and look at they're talking about like you know, it's just like it's just fucking crazy people talking about other crazy people mm-hmm. you know but i mean so, everybody's making money so yeah. like, they're, not, they're not that crazy right but like it's not like that you know what i'm saying right. the, the 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 casey stuff was like directed a lot of it would be directed you know he she'd have a list of things that she needed to ask him about and eventually like the it was making him sick you know so he kept trying to stop but people just wouldn't like leave him alone Hmm. and i guess the spirit said like you know if you keep doing it much longer you're gonna you're gonna die and he i guess he just continued until he did like kind of waste away wow it's a weird story yeah I don't know if there's ever been a movie or anything made about it. I don't know if they even allow that. I think they still, like, own his thing, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, it sounds like the thing that is incredible that happened that they don't want to be made into a movie. Right. You know. And it's definitely not, like, a Scientology or anything. I mean, there's never been... a cult or anything? No, there's never been any, like, religious... Like, he's very, like, into the regular church and stuff like that Mm. he was a normal just like photographer in that little town is what he did Mm. and um so there's never been like any sort of like cult following or like any sort he never encouraged anything like that it was just like a thing that he could do in the afternoons for a couple hours and he never remembered like any of it and then he would just go on and do his normal life the rest of the time but it's weird because if once he started being able to like learn everything, right? Yeah, but he didn't charge anybody for it or any of that shit. Yeah, no, he was kind of like once he. I think I don't know. It's like one of those things, like the theory of like galactic civilizations. Like one of them, why we don't see any of them is like once they get advanced enough mentally, all they do is they just like fuck off the rest of the world and they just want to hide and be left alone. Because they understand enough right. that they know that, like, the best thing to, to be is, like, fuck off and have everybody yeah. fuck off and leave me alone. Right. Just leave us alone. Right. You know, we don't want anyone to know that we're here because it's just better. Yeah. You know, because we now, we have all the secrets of the universe. And that's right. what the, the universe has told us is that other fucking shit sucks. <laughs> right? And we'll I change think, this shit. Right. And I think he least. got the same thing. He learned kind of, like, what everything... And if you can see the future in the past and you're talking to angels, mm-hmm. like what what more do you need? True. You know, if you got the main line to God, like, you know, like, oh, I think I'm going to go be like an actor. Right. Or maybe I want to like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. 
I'm talking to God. Like there's nothing else or whatever that is that if yeah, you know, can be a janitor. Yeah. Anything. It doesn't yeah. matter. You right. know, it's all just superf- it's all just side shit compared to that one yeah. thing that you're doing. Right. You know. And if you're healing people with that sort of thing, then like just stay in my little town and like try to live as simply as possible or mm-hmm. what whatever. You know, you're kind of a, a vessel at that point. Yeah. You know. That's a weird thing to think about. But I think it's like, I don't know if it's a real thing or if it's psychosis, but like you believe that and then right. you like, I think life becomes pretty simple, but pretty dramatic. Right. You know, if sure. you have, your doubt kind of vanishes right. in a way because you're so like, yeah, I don't know. You're so. It sounds kind of nice, honestly. Yeah. Just to be in a vessel, just being like a angry prophet. I, mean, I can see you being an angry prophet, we're back. especially yep. after watching those videos of you jumping around and like that sort of thing. You just need to get like an Old Testament robe, right? Yeah. Kind of thing, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then um, just go live in the live in the desert for a couple weeks, and then come on back mm-hmm. and just do that kind of same thing in the robe. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, and then tell people that they're all doomed. They're all you know, fucked. That. They're yeah. all fucked. No. That can be your side thing. It's like when you go Kanye, right? Jesus time, right? right that's right. how you'll do it. You're gonna do it like a Tuscan Raider would do it. You know, yeah, like road warrior Christianity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Dune. Yes. Like yeah, Dune. yeah, yeah. Dune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. get some, some Dune Jesus vibes Dune going. Jesus. Yeah, that's yep. what you want. Yeah, that's what the people want, Spenny. Yeah, man. You could be Dune Jesus. No, or I'm gonna turn into like wood, like recluse person you know yeah i don't know i think dune jesus is cooler than forest jesus yeah yeah kind of right i don't know how reckless you're going to be able to be i think you're too social i am you're, I, too social. I, you're right i am too social you have to move to like a northern exposure or some of those shitty like sitcom t- little towns yeah just everybody's all up to their fucking neck and everybody else's business right yeah. and they're having like parties for fucking my sister watches those hallmark videos Northern Exposure. No, not Northern Exposure is a great show. Oh. Um, but she watches these Hallmark videos about oh. this like little town. I think it's like the Witch's Diary or something. What it is. But those fuckers are having parties like all the time in that Hallmark show. Right. I mean, for fucking like for anything, for anything and everything. That's what you'd have to do. Yeah. And they Just all live in this little f- little shithole town. It's, huh. it's nice. I mean, there's nothing to fucking do. Nothing to do. And they just throw like, oh, it's going to be like an America party or we're going to have like a 60 minutes party. Right. Or, um, you know, I got my hair cut. Yeah. Yeah. But they decorate and they do like, because they got nothing. Nothing to do. They got nothing to do. Wow. And then if anybody like seriously gets gets like a pimple on their ass that everybody's fucking just in full red alert mode, like working on that problem. That's a little... You might, like, you might like that. I might. You I might don't know. like that. Yeah. Just might everybody a little in overwhelming. The yeah. But, um, I mean, that's it's kind of what a family is like a little bit, but not really. Yeah. In a different way. They can be all up in your shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think your immediate family is, but you right. just it's different because there's just more. There's just way more it's of more. that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think you can have that totally if you're around all your extended family all the time. Yeah. And all your aunts and uncles and cousins and everybody knows everybody else's business and right. you just do everything together as like this huge family. Right. I mean, I think that that can get like that fucking really quick. Totally. I mean, that's how most of the world keeps everybody in line. Yeah. You know, because it's just huge families and just cousins right. of cousins and everybody's, like, all tied together. It's right. like if one person acts like shit, everybody's fucking mad at them. Yeah, exactly. Right. And um, I think that's what, like, small-town America was and could be at certain times. Yeah. And there's partions, just like your family, there's a lot of people in there that just really don't like you very much. Right. Yeah. You know, and they'll try to make you look bad in the whole thing and in, mm-hmm. in the in that same thing in little towns. Yeah. Even in Casper, dude, and it's pretty big, like, comparatively. But there's, like, all sorts of people feuding with each other and every, like, interest that you may have in that town. Right. If you like playing, like, fucking darts, you're going to have a dart enemy. Right, yeah. And people talking shit about you in the dart Mm -hmm. league or cars or fucking music or any of that stuff. Yeah. So true. People just do that. I'm sure Portland's like that, too. Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It feels like it's probably a little more 
removed or you might not know it's happening, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But you do it probably like we all do. But it, it, I don't know. There's something about the city that makes it a little less. Yeah, I think so. There's like the I more so interactions, too. you know, you yeah. just can't. Yeah, um, but I do think in like certain interest groups in Portland are still small enough that yeah. there can be super petty rivalries that oh, don't yeah. like, like what are you guys fighting over, dudes? Right. It's Portland, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like this is the first step, you know? Like just everybody get over this, and then we have to worry about the real thing, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know for sure. And exactly. like a lot of people can get head up, hung up on that, and it gets worse as it gets smaller. Right. There's there's so there's so little glory that just even a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, your show last night, your first show, which is I mean, I'm not taking anything away from it. Mm-hmm. But like if you were like a dude in Casper and you had that show, that would be like a career defining experience. Yeah. You know, in like a venue that looked like that with a crowd that was that into it. Right. You I mean, know, and I doing mean, like you know that. I mean, it is for me. You know, yeah. personally, like yeah. I, I see it that way. You know, it's hard because, like, emotionally, like, no, it, it really is. Like, but I don't. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think so, though. You know, what I'm saying, like, I, I don't think so because you are already looking to the next thing as being better and bigger. You know, like, right. I think, oh, I, see I what think, you're dudes, it, it, a dude in in a different environment would be like fuck like what are we gonna eat? they'd come back and they'd be back in their regular circumstances after something like that came together through heaven mm-hmm. and hell cooperating for a weekend and you know because right. that doesn't come around ever you know and right. they get in that like situation and maybe i'm talking about back in the day a little bit more too but they would be like get back in their normal situation they like, well how the hell is that ever going to come together Again. like that again oh, you know see. there would be nights that like a certain band um what was the name of this band like tiger army like came mm-hmm. through casper and they're just like well we're gonna get like this local band to come open for us you right. know and it was like the biggest night for that band could ever possibly imagine totally. you know and it was like they were the thing that they that they deserve to be if they'd been in any other market they would have been that thing right. you know like the band that opened for tiger army and then they got to be it that night and then they broke up a month and a half later or whatever right. because like there's no nothing to do right yeah you know what i'm saying totally in, in casper that wasn't like tiger army wasn't coming back for another two years and there's no guarantee they're gonna ask again you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying it's like one of those things and it was probably about the size of that you know, yeah. that, that show was probably about the size of your show last night, maybe a little bit bigger. Yeah. You know, but about, the, I don't know how many people were there, but a couple, it feels like 100 exactly. people were there, you yeah. know, 75 to 100 people, something 125, like something like that. That's the size of that show. Mm-hmm. But it was like that hype and people were excited and it was a thing. You know, they were there to, to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And there's just nothing left for them to do, you know. But for you to come back, you come back to the home base and you're just like okay that was fucking badass yeah. and we're gonna have more of that badass yeah. shit coming up very shortly yeah 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 and we're gonna be even better than we were better. that time yeah bigger better so in that yeah. sense no it's not like the I mean if you get like a stroke or, or like if you oh, like you know what I'm like saying like if I can't do but for me the first is very important in that career oh, absolutely. way like oh, that's a- how I think abso- you know. absolutely absolutely but it's not the pin. It's not the pinnacle. No, no, no. And it's not even no. been the pinnacle of like things that you've done in the past, no, like bigger right. and better and, and grander things. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you, it's a it's a blessed life that you can get up in front of people and get that uh, that reaction and that Dude. sort of like um, I mean I've had it a few times yeah. in that way, but like that sort of energy coming back at you. Yeah. is something that, like, if people get it once for even a couple seconds, they remember it for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And you've got hours clocked in. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And that's pretty incredible. It is. It th- yeah, thanks for saying that. I mean, that can also yeah. be bad. I'm it, sure, I, I was, I, I'm I was sure gonna, at times go it, can be, it can be intensely bad, but, man, yeah. that's living. Yeah. You know, when you're doing that, whether it's going good or going bad, like, that's some living. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you've done a bunch of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And even the bad, you come come off feeling like you still kind of got 
out of there somehow. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, you're not... It's over. It's, it's over. it's over. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You it's feel over. you feel the relief of, like, someone who fought a war. Yeah. Like, Germany in World War One. Like, yeah. fucking A. Like, we fought. We fought hard. Yeah. We lost, but it's over. It's over. You yeah. know? And there's, like, something to be said for that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. No, it's a relief. Yeah. It yeah, it's it a relief. Yeah, it's just a high-intensity And you can situation. rest. And you can rest even though it didn't end the way that you wanted it to end. Right. You can rest well. Knowing yeah. that, like, man, oh, man, like, I did, I, I, I put the effort in. Right. Like, I, it was war. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I lost poorly. I lost. I lost bad. Right. Yeah. yeah. But no, yeah, that's that's very true. Um, but, yeah, I think it can. it's addicting to, you know, or it's like, um, or you can get, like, hooked on that, you know, I think, feeling. And then, oh, I oh definitely do. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then so it's like, oh, uh, once you start chasing that, you know, I don't know. It's got to be a balance because. But know. then we got some good news though. I I feel like oh. the whole um the mass culture is really trying to just keep shows shut down. Oh, they are. Have you seen the thing with the Travis Scott that happened in oh, Texas? Oh yeah. Like they are going to town, dude. On that, I bet you they go to town on that. Oh. That's getting like this level of coverage, and yeah. it's horrible. Like I'm not taking anything away from the horrible thing, but just the way that like it started out, well, our hearts go out to all of the families, and then like within a few hours, they're like, now we're going to do criminal proceedings yeah. against all of these people. You know, right. within just a, like an hour before, they're saying like, this had more security than the World Series. Like they like right. they spared no expense to like make sure that it was safe and and good and everything. And then after that, they're just like, "Oh no, we're going, we're going after Travis Scott and Drake." I guess Drake is the other person that they're suing in it, right? Yeah, um, but it's not criminal. Yeah, they're doing a criminal investigation on oh, it really? because Drake, I guess, is known for like telling everybody to just like come up to the front and don't pay attention to the security guards oh. and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. There's some sort of nonsense about one of the security guards felt like a um, needle. A prick. Yeah. What is what is that? Did I don't you? know. I, I I didn't share it. I don't think. I just saw like a fucking headline on Instagram, but it was like that, that someone was injecting people with meth or something. It started making people go crazy. I don't know about if it was a security guard, but they were like oh. injecting with drugs. So and, people were injecting other people with drugs mm-hmm. there. It started like a weird crazy panic to get away from it or something, or you know I don't know. Oh, see, I hadn't heard that. Yeah. I heard that oh. like there was like the the one of the um, security guys was like trying to like push the crowd or move the crowd or something, mm-hmm. and then somebody just reached up and tried to like put like a syringe in his neck or something, and he oh. didn't see like who it was. But I mean, that yours yours like makes more sense, kind I of. I don't know. It could have been that. Could have been what I'm talking about. Right. It was like a fucked up, you know, game of telephone. Yeah, but. Something yeah, with a the syringe there, definitely. Mm-hmm. And then I've heard about fires, and I've heard about not fires and cardiac arrests, and it was just like a surge of people. Yeah, you know. Um, God, and just like, like just to, you know. and, and to die at a Travis Scott concert. I mean, of all the crappy fucking shit to die yeah. at a concert of, you know, that wouldn't be fun. No, no. You know, Damn. Yeah, that's a rough one. Poor people. Poor people. Yeah, no, I hope they don't crack down on festivals. Just um, the lights dimming. Just like you can just feel yourself going, and it's, yeah. just, it's just that auto tune. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? He's so mid grade. <laughs> I just don't. That's the thing I don't understand with Travis Scott. I Well, I think he's actually a really good, uh, like, curator, it seems, you know, but like, of beats and of yes, general, like, yes. aesthetic stuff. No. But, like, his specific like voice as far as a vocalist is just like so kind of like he's a very well situated smart person yeah is what's going on yeah you know and then he's just doing the things that he has to do to remain in that like you know ever since he was like with the was he with the kardashians or he still is or something he's somehow connected with all of that you know Mm -hmm. but he got like in that sort of thing Mm -hmm. and then you just kind of have to like do your thing and you're famous right you know, it's almost like you're a cast in like a the Big real world movie. TV show. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and he's just got that part. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of weird. It is pretty fucking weird. Yeah. Well, that's what will happen when you move to the Hollywood Hills. 
old Spend Dog Ranch in the in the Hollywood Hills. I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be some good times. I don't know if I'm gonna go to H Town. Get your get your um get your swimming pool. I don't know. There's a lot of options, you know. There's a lot of options out there. Yeah. No, I don't want. I don't think anybody wants to move to California right now. No. No, there's no need to. You can move to Hotlanta. Exactly. There you go. That'd be more likely. <laughs> Hotlanta. Hotlanta. Yeah. I would probably rather move there currently than Hollywood. Yeah. I, but I, I would have to go. Well, would Austin be your first pick? Yeah, if I could find a place, probably. Yeah, if you made me move tomorrow. Uh huh. Yeah. Really, out of everywhere, Austin, Austin be first. What about worldwide? Even Austin still. Oh. Um. Yeah. Worldwide. I don't know if I'd want to live in another country. Like, how long are we talking? I don't know, big baby. I mean, like, let's huh. say like five years. Okay. Um. At least. It's a long ass time. I mean, then you have free will and you can do what you want. Oh. Okay. After the five years, I can move back. I don't know. I'd probably go somewhere a little crazier than like. No, I mean, like you'd have to like you have to move there. I mean, like okay. I don't know. I mean, like you're a big boy and you could right. come back. Like if your mom got sick or something right, happened, you know what I'm saying? It's not like prison. You're not right. going to prison in Spain, but you'd have to like seriously like m- move, move your there. shit there right. and like do something there and have a right. and just give it a fucking go to get a life there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then try that for a while, and then if it doesn't work, you can make a different decision. Yeah, you know, because I, I want it to be like a real experience for this question. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. You know. Yeah, I guess I would do Austin. I don't know. That seems like safe, and it's just more barbecue and metal. You know, mm. metal and barbecue, and blah, but it's also like, yeah, it's safe. You know, it's kind of like it's not it's, very exciting. It's not the most exciting place. Not very exciting at all. No. No. It's a lot of just like food and beer. If you have the whole world, it's yeah. not, that's not very exciting. No. If you have all of America, it's not bad. Right. It's not bad. Because yeah. all of America, like, it's definitely not really very exciting as far as America either. Because it's like moving from one pretty much all white city to another right. pretty much all white city. Yeah. And it's like going from the Keep Portland weird that totally stole it from Keep the Austin, Austin weird. weird. Yeah. You know, and it's just kind of, I don't know, it's just flipping the pancake in yeah, a lot of ways. You true. know what I'm saying? It's true. So, like, it is yeah, kind of boring. Yeah. It would be exciting if you lived in, like, you know, fucking some bumfuck part of Michigan and you're like, I'm going mm-hmm. to Austin. Then mm-hmm. that's a fucking, like, moving moving to Portland from Wyoming. That was a fucking, right. like, that's a culture that's a culture change enough right. that you can be like, what the fuck's going on? Right. But if you go to Austin from Portland, like, they some of those people with the hats talk in a weird accent, and that'll be about it. Uh, yeah, more barbecue. I, I mean, eat now more meat, and they eat more meat. I feel like there's more differences yeah. now than there, there might used be to be because yeah. of the whole that's COVID true. thing. You know, right? For like, sure, that's a factor. That's but for sure. I didn't factor that in. That's a bit. That's a big one. I wish it wasn't because I think like old Portland versus Austin. I wouldn't really be thinking of moving, I don't think. In the, or, you know what I mean? I would just be like, right, oh, right, right. stay here, you know? Sure. Um, There'd be no reason to move to Austin. It's like Portland was a better Austin. I mean, uh, most of my life I've believed that, that, that we live in, like, the greatest place yeah. on planet Earth. Like, I yeah. literally, I would, you know. Yeah. No, yeah, I, like, yeah. I thought it was, like, the best of Europe and America all put together in one. Yeah. With the climate of Japan. Right. It was just, like, perfect. Yeah. We've yeah, water. It's not too big. It's not too small. We got good public transit. We got good parks. We got yeah. like a social attitude. We also have clean and safe city. Right. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 And better, better luck next time. It'll get better. It'll yeah. get better any second. That's what yeah. I think. They're Expect gonna, they're better. Clean it up. Expect the best. That's yeah. what I'm. Maybe doing. they'll maybe they'll elect like some sort of real hardcore motherfucker to, just, to run the show. I don't know. I think a lot of people, most people I talk to, and I know I'm in like a bubble, but they're like aware now of all the problems. Whereas well, before, sure. it, you would still get people being like, "I don't see any homeless people or whatever." Yeah. Anyway. No, people are getting out. No, I hung out with my friend again um, this last weekend, and um, it was really great. But um, yeah, she. Absolutely, it's just like I just, uh, you know, I just. That's why I bring up Hotlanta because we we're joking about moving to Hotlanta, right? Okay. And um, yeah, she's Hot like, Lana. well, why not? I mean, like, seriously, like everything about Portland that I liked, 
um, other than the weather um, and a couple other things right. are just either gone or shut down or out of business or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of like an empty, you know, it's totally. like a video game map after you've done all the missions. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then a bunch so of bombs true. have moved in in yeah. the place of all the other yeah, like, like uh, cute creatures that gave you missions. Yeah. It's now bombs. So I can just like go home and like go to the grocery store. Right. There's like the, there's like the there's like the the dirty syringe mini game is still available. Yeah. Hey, you can play <laughs> once a day. How many can you get? How many can you rack up? Yeah, and can collector. You can still do can collector yeah. in, the, in the syringe mini in, in the dirty syringe mini game. Yeah. Yeah. So it's still fun. You know. It's still there's still some stuff to do. There's yeah. it's on the up and up. I I would say like it's better than it was yeah. now than like earlier in the year. I think. Yes, I think it's notably better, and I'm like, and especially during the height of 2020, it's better. It's better. Yeah, I don't know. Shit the, was uh, getting war zoney. It's undeniably I mean, there's been two, better. There's been two armed robberies on the on the block where I work in the last week. <laughs> I mean, that's still pretty bad, you know. <laughs> And uh, it's thank not, God it's none, not of all them, the, none of them with me, but like there's been two of them and a break in. That's yeah, they're not all the way better. Triple double. Yeah. Um. Yeah, dude. It's I still don't know. bad. Like there's still it's still worse than you know it was before, it, but it's worse than it should be. It's worse than it should be. Absolutely. It's worse than it was. But just overall, is it as worse as it's gonna get? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I, hope I don't not. know if this is a plateau on the way down or if this is the bottom. Yeah. I just as far as like sit. The civil, uh, you know, civilians getting out and doing stuff and just behaving like they live in a normal city, which is, I think, just the first thing, the biggest cure is just literally people that get out and fucking live. And you're going to be like, hmm, I saw a crazy person here today. I'm going to either vote this way or call this person or do, you know what I mean? Like, the more you're out just in the world, the more you're like, hmm. You know, but that's the thing is, like, if if people go out and they're like, it's scary out there, I'm not going to go out again, you know, then they're just going to, like, let the city decay. I mean, that's what happened during COVID. It was just, like, everyone stayed inside for a year, and then they were like, oh, look at what happens. There's, like, criminals. And and most people I talk to, that's their instinct is to just go back inside. Right, right. But really, it's I don't think it's bad enough to the point where... Let's start figuring out an exit plan. Yeah, I mean, it's sad, but... But again, like I know, most of this town is a bunch of transplants, too. Yeah. So, like, how deep does their shit go? I mean, really, right? They're not like you, old born and born and bled here. I'll die for this fucking. Yeah, no, I've been here twenty five years, and the fucker can burn, dude. I took his job on out of here. You know what I'm saying? No, Uh, that's not true. I know, I love it. But again, like you know, like I'm not anchored in my soul to it. You know. Yeah. So. Damn. Well. I guess we never even did the intro. We never even did yeah. the intro, Spenny. This is a special. Episode. But I was so smart. I went in here and I fixed um, like the screensaver, and it's just using energy like fucking crazy now. We're just killing the earth, but oh. now it doesn't go to sleep like every thirty fucking seconds, nice. and we don't get like the the fucking thing of doom, so I can watch it in real time. Cool. Yeah. So it's just getting so professional around here. Hell it's yeah! We got it going. Yeah. Up and up and up, baby. Give us the money oh. you owe us. And another fun thing to do, mm-hmm. Spenny, if you get time after mm-hmm. you come down from your uh, mushroom high, mm-hmm. um, you could look up all. It's it's that time of year again where they um, close the the roads at Yellowstone, oh. and all of the conspiracy theorists on um, YouTube mm-hmm. do their annual video of like, oh shit, they're closing all the roads because Yellowstone's about to explode. And then they show all the pictures, like the, all the famous pictures of like the the, the bisons, the bison that are actually like running into the park. If you know that road and how it works, like and all this different shit. But they always do that every year because it's vol- vol- volcano, the super volcano. Right, right. You know, it's one of their favorite clickbait sort of things. Interesting. So and they never really come out and say it's going to explode. They just say, oh, they've just closed all the roads down, and then they just start going into like facts about the volcano and uh, thing. Yeah. It's so lame. But they do it. Lame. They do it every year. Every year, huh? Yeah. Huh. And there's always animals fleeing the park because bison migrate. You know what I'm saying? They come out of the high ground, the high country, and they either go to like the west or the north or someplace into like one of the lower like grass right. 
grass valleys um, for the winter. You know, that happens every year. And so they always have pictures of like, oh, look at the, the bison are afraid of the volcano. They're, they're running away. Right. They hear the rumbling before we do. Yeah, no, the bison, the bison do that every year. Right. They leave the park every year. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. We should have like a, this should be a recurring segment. It's, you know. Craig debunks the fun yeah, like stuff. Craig's fake news. Yeah, there you, go. there you go. You know. No, I'm going to do good. a lot of it on this, I think, on the, on the, on the Bigfoot, Bigfoot show. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, by the way, everybody, Bigfoot show coming up. Oh, yeah, Craig's up to big shit. Yeah, it's going to be good. We're all going to be super famous. And I yeah. guess we'll have to do a thing where we talk about the movie, too, one of these times. That'll be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, we should yeah. have a full app. Yeah, I'm, trying to, I'm going to get my brother on to interview. Yeah. Um, all right, everybody, are you are you finished with these people? Yeah, I'm done. All right, good. Give us money on Patreon. That's something that you all could do yeah. while you're being sad that we're leaving so quickly. What is it, quick? They should, you'll be fine out there. Yeah, we love you. You have no time. You know, sense of space and time. It's, it's fun. You're just a meat puppet. Yeah. <laughs> All right, bye, everybody. And bye. Idiots Discuss the Universe is recorded in IDTU Studios, located in Portland, Oregon. All opinions and commentary has been carefully researched by the technicians and scholars of IDTU Research Academy, and therefore should be greeted with healthy skepticism and disbelief. No idiots were harmed during the making of this podcast.